Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast for another episode. Um, in, in this series uh, is for Autism Awareness Month, so um, it's going to be a really cool uh, episode, this one. It's going to be about autism and music, and today um, it's, it's really cool um, because um, I'm drawn with Valerie, and she's going to be explaining about um, autism and her desire for music, um, because before we started, um, we, had, we had a little chat about music, and Valerie said that she was busy doing music all day, so it's going to be really cool to uh, to hear about more about that. So, Valerie, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks, great to be here. Yeah, it's it's great to have you on there. But um, I know you said it's your first time, so I uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, would you mind doing a little introduction of yourself? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, my name's Valerie General. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, at autistic.musician. Um, I put out music. Um, I've been doing music since I was about 13. Um, I found out I was autistic uh, just last year at 30 years old. So now I'm kind of just focusing on um, doing more of my music and kind of like adding the element of like knowing about my autism because it was always there in my music. I think you can tell. Um, but now I actually just know that's what I have. And the reason why I feel all the things I do so. yeah I think like, music has won it, it just really helped I think like um a lot like um when you're autistic maybe like f- focusing on certain songs or just playing the same song over and over again so it's it, it, it's it's good that you like you've got a diagnosis and you can maybe focus maybe more around maybe autism maybe do a song about it I don't know um it, really cool Thank you. Yeah. Um, I found that it has helped a lot just knowing um, about the diagnosis. Um, yeah, it's, it, it was it was really difficult for a while there, <laughs> just kind of not understanding why um, like I didn't fit in with other people. Mm-hmm. And then in the music scene, too, it was just um, it's a very social, you know, you have to be really social there. And so that's um, been kind of difficult um but everybody's pretty nice that I've encountered so that's that's been good so far yeah um, yeah like um it, yeah it must be hard because you've got to kind of um I guess if you go if you do it at different places um depending on what you do is uh it, like like the interaction with people as well can be hard because um not knowing them them not knowing you but uh yeah. but um as long as you enjoy it it's, it's good I do. Yeah, it's very fun. It's always been fun for me. I think, um, like you were saying too, um, listening to certain parts of a song over and over and over, that's always something I've done. Um, and then I kind of started trying to like mimic uh, what I would hear um, in songs. And then I just kind of started like playing my own. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that um, having autism actually helps me a little bit with my music because something I'm able to do is I can hear something on the radio and then I can like start playing a tune that's similar to that and think oh okay this is like that song and then I can just kind of like finish the song just by ear so yeah, yeah definitely like um, what I do when I hear it so sometimes I like soundtracks as well not just like music with, with people speaking in it um like a, a lot after i do like perhaps a, a podcast like today i'll um afterwards i'll i'll have to listen to some sort of music otherwise i've lost concentration and um i don't know what to write <laughs> so it's um yeah it, it, it does really help like concentration i think as well um yeah. so, so maybe if you're writing a song 
you may listen to a music in the background while you're doing it. So it maybe it keeps you occupied and what you may write and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, music has always been something that helps me just center myself. Um, especially with a lot of the emotional uh, dysregulation that I face sometimes. It's if I put on a song and I listen to it, I can just kind of get sucked in. Um, it, it makes my emotions like a lot easier to handle, um, I've noticed. So that's one really positive thing about music. That I like. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And so, and, and, so, and so sometimes I'll like listen to one for so long and then I'll find a new one that I like and then I'll keep, I'll listen to that over and over again. Um, yeah. and it, it's a shame that it can't just play automatically, like like on or like, just on a loop. You have to keep pressing the button. It, you've got to start again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it it is really fun. It kind of um, like it. I guess if you're really stressed, um, it, it's it's a good way to um use music because it maybe calms you down. Definitely. Yeah. Great stress relief. Um, especially I know that a lot of autistic people, um, we suffer from like things like addiction, you know, um, I know that in the past I've used alcohol, um, to help me be like, um, you know, um, more regulated. And then, I mean, I, I use it socially too, but I think that music's like a great alternative to that, um, to drinking or self-medicating because it's, I mean, it doesn't exactly do the same thing, but it, it does help. It helps to yeah. you know calm me down and unwind after like a hard day yeah yeah you've you've got to really sometimes um do you is that what you do every day is like do new things with, with music is that like the main thing that, that that you do yeah that's usually um yeah it used to be singing um when I was younger it started off just singing to kind of like emotionally regulate myself um and then I started learning guitar um, and so then I would do that. And I think um, it kind of ties into stimming as well, too, the movement of my fingers. I find it soothing um, when I'm playing guitar. Um, so I think that's another really positive aspect, like yeah. interconnection between um, autism and music. So um, yeah. like the physical aspect of it's regulating as well as like every other part of it. So, yeah, like um. Do you have you performed anywhere with with your music um, at all, like a different song to that? Yeah, I've done uh, I've done like a couple of open mic nights, um, uh, just locally. Um, there was this one club I played at uh, a while back um, that closed down, but that was like pretty much the biggest club I've ever been to. Um, it was like it was called the Fat Cat in Modesto. It used to be like a pretty big thing, but. Um, not so much anymore so now I'm just kind of doing open mic nights around here in San Jose um yeah, yeah. you must um you must have a lot of like late nights if they are like in, in, in night clubs perhaps like um yeah. but they're quite late yeah <laughs> yeah I've um I've been going to school recently so it's been and, and I have two kids now so it's a lot harder to do my music than it used to be just because of you know time constraints but um yeah. It's it's still something that, that I like to do occasionally. Um, I would like to take it further if I, you know, had the opportunity. Um, I'd just have to take care of things like monetarily, you know. <laughs> I don't really yeah. have the money to be doing shows all day. All yeah, time. yeah, just do it like when you can. Like, um, yeah. I guess it's better like that. Like, you you get more excited, I guess, if you're doing it every so often rather than all the time. That's true. Yeah, I like. <laughs> 
I think anything, if you make it a job, it's going to kind of be like not so much fun <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, um, you, you've got to go over there. You've got, you've got to travel a lot of places, perhaps, if, um, uh, if you do. So it's, it's a hard job, but um, yeah. like if you do it every so often, it's, um, it's, you get more kind of um, prepared, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah, because yeah. um, like with music, I think it's great to listen to, um, like, like if you're traveling, if you're going to maybe a, a place, um, but um, do you do like um ever listen to your own music at all, um, or or do you just um write it and then you'll you'll sing it and then uh, like that. Yeah, sometimes I'll listen to it. I mean, it really depends on what mood I'm in, because <laughs> mm. um, I, I also struggle with um, rejection-sensitive dysphoria. Um, so if I'm listening to a song and I'm, I'm not in a particular good mood about myself and my self-esteem um, and I listen to it, it, it might make me feel like not so great, you know? <laughs> but if I'm in a good mood and I'm feeling good about myself and I listen to my music, it's it's something that it's fun to do, something that kind of like... Yeah. I listen to it just like I'd listen to other songs. So. Yeah, yeah, like I only say that because, like, uh, I guess it podcasts similar thing. Like sometimes you don't like to listen back to your own voice. Um, sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, which can be quite. Uh, I don't know, but I guess because you've done it and you know what it's what it says, and um, maybe made to edit if you want, or like uh, if, if someone needs to be done like that, but you kind of know what you sound like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's for a lot of people just kind of yeah. like don't like the sound of their own voice. I think we're all kind of a little self-conscious about that, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. But uh, so like uh, how long do you think it took you to get a di to get diagnosis um, of autism? Um, so yeah, I had no idea when I was younger and I even had, um, like what, my best friend, she was diagnosed with autism and she has very, um, high support needs. So it's pretty apparent, you know, when you meet her, um, that she does have autism and, um, my little brother actually has down syndrome as well. So I was around a lot of people, um, who had, um, like disabilities, um, and, um, just being around people like in my brother's classroom um so I just I didn't think of it as something that somebody could have um like you know I, I had the very stereotypical view of it um somebody who's like you know articulate I didn't think they'd necessarily have autism until I um my son was diagnosed with it um yeah. so he's two uh, I started noticing um some signs when he was about 18 months um and it's it's because um my autism I didn't know about but it makes me like really research things kind of like obsessively so I was just yeah. really like on top of like his milestones and where he was supposed to be at and he was a little bit behind in his speech so I went I took him into the doctor um and they said yeah you know what we might we might want to think about um looking into autism so we took him to the autism clinic and we got him a diagnosis and once he was diagnosed I started like researching it more um and then I started seeing how the signs in women 
are um, generally like a lot different from the signs in men. So we are high masking. Um, you can't really tell that we have it a lot of the time. So then um, when I started researching more about that, I was like, whoa, this kind of sounds like me. Um, this sounds a lot like me, everything I was reading. And so I went and I was already in um, um, therapy. Um, so I went and I talked to my psychiatrist about it. And he said, yeah, you know, that I think that, that this is something that you do have. And so that's kind of how that happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Like, like exactly. Um, like, um, with like, um, girls do, it's harder to get a diagnosis than, than boys. Um, because like now in, in this like, um, era, of the world um i find more people do get diagnosed around that age um like um in the 30s or older um because um i was diagnosed when i was nine but uh of course i i, I didn't have a clue why it was um like there wasn't as much maybe research or awareness of autism then than there is now so it, it's, it's good like um to hear like to see other people getting diagnosed later on in life because it just shows that people don't just get diagnosed when they're young that you can get uh not saying people aren't young but like young as like um like nine or, or six or, or two years old um but um it's good that, that, that more people do get diagnosis later on later on in life yeah no I'm, I'm so glad that there's um more like people getting diagnosed and there's more awareness around it um because you know when I didn't know that 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 I had autism it, it really it was very isolating for me and very just like uh, confusing not to like understand like why you know I am the way that I am I was really ostracized by my peers a lot um just for acting differently and um it just it, I, I think that now that I have a diagnosis it lets me be a lot more self-compassionate um for the the way that I am because you know it's not like I'm a failed neurotypical I'm neurodivergent and this is something mm -hmm that you know there's there's nothing wrong with me which i'm <laughs> it was just a relief to find that out yeah so. the, 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 there isn't and like the, i think the additions of it is uh like the people that you can make in like that have autism as well and may have similar interests to you um like i find music is kind of a, a lot of people do like music who are autistic so it, it's, it's great it's great to have all these different hobbies and interests that other people like as well because um like it's great because you you get you you're in that kind of group where people you can speak about music all you want to people that like it as well and they won't get bored of talking about it. Yeah, definitely. Music has been something that has like really connected me to other people for sure. Um, uh, one of my good friends growing up, um, we uh were kind of like in a little band together, and um we would go out and, you know, play shows and I'd meet people that way. And it was just, it, it was just so much nicer, <laughs> like having something to connect uh, with people over. Um, so yeah, I really think that music has been very positive in my life um, in terms of that. Yeah, music is great. Music is like in everything, if you think about it, it's in like, um, like it'll be in shops, in like in maybe a film you'll watch. There'll be some sort of music in there, or like a TV show. Um, so it's really around us everywhere we go. So there's no stopping it really. But see music everywhere. Yeah, I love that. I love like I love how, 
like every every culture has like their own you know music and it's just it's something that's like very universal in the human experience like what kind of music do you like to do like uh, like uh, like what what like do you like um just general music or what kind of music are you into um so growing up um I was really into like the singer songwriter um like jewel type of stuff um and I find that that's like really uh the type of music that I'm um like I guess most adept at playing I'm I'm, I'm best at kind of like the softer um just like acoustic uh yeah, Alanis Morissette and Jewel are like really big inspirations of mine um, in terms of that. Um, but a lot of the other music that I, I like to listen to that I can't really play, it's like a little too hard for me, but it's like metal, you know, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's, it's a little too hard for me to play because it's just so fast and crazy, but I, I like that kind of stuff. Like my favorite band, System of a Down. So, and I think that kind of ties a little bit into the the autistic uh, sense of like justice too, because um, they're a band that's like very political, you know. And I was always like, yeah, like I love that. I love like how they're trying to like get a message across, like trying to like change things for the better, you know. Yeah. So. That's it. That that's that's it. Like like um, I tend to the music I like is um very um different like I, I i don't i don't i don't mind any sort of music really but i kind of i, I could listen to a, a good soundtrack with a good rhythm like long time um like i, I like um uh like when i watch a show sometimes i'll i'll I identify music in the background i was like oh, i like that music I'll, I'll see what it is and then I'll, I'll just listen to it on non-stop but like i think um it's good when you like certain types of music, uh, like if you like metal and stuff like that. Um, it's quite cool. Um, so do you, so what, like you said, I think you said you played a, a guitar. Do you play any other instruments as well, or just normally do guitar? Um, I can, I, I dabble a little bit, um, on the piano. Um, uh, like when I'm composing music on the computer, um, like I'll generally start out with the guitar and then maybe I'll add like a little bit of keyboard in there with like some maybe like synths on top of that. Um, I've been like experimenting with that lately. Um, so yeah, my piano skills definitely aren't as good as my guitar skills, but um, but I'm, I'm working at yeah. learning more. Anything I can learn, I'd, I like to learn. So. Definitely. Like to me, that's really complicated. Um, like seeing a piano, people moving their fingers so fast and you have to have certain ones in certain positions like uh, it just looks really complicated to me (laughs) yeah no it it definitely takes a while to get it down but I think once you do get the hang of it you know it becomes a lot easier it's just I think a lot of people are afraid um, especially with guitar because guitar will hurt your fingers when you first start trying to wrap them around in certain positions and holding the fretboard down as hard as you can to get that sound you want you know so but you know once you get the hang of it once your fingers are accustomed to it it's it's easier it does look a bit I I I got it I, I I brought a guitar last year um and it wasn't to actually learn <laughs> it was but i i wanted to do uh, like a, a video because um i do different like and um, co- cosplay different videos sometimes and I, I wanted to get a guitar for a certain video and um, to look like i'm playing it but obviously i'm not <laughs> so <laughs> and then i'm and then i'm getting i'm getting taught how to hold it and you say you gotta hold it like that 
and I'm holding it wrong. I'm holding it where I'll be more comfortable, but you actually got to hold it where you're not really that comfortable, and you, you've got to put it in cro crooked positions. But it, yeah, um, I guess between a piano and a guitar, maybe a piano is a bit more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's true. But they're both there's there's definitely some skill that goes into both of them. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do all different types of music. Um, but um, it's it's really cool, you know. When you listen to a soundtrack, you don't really notice that there's any instruments playing. It's almost like it's just a piece of music, um, really. Yeah, it, it's crazy how things can just blend together so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you, have... <laughs> <laughs> you have all these different instruments like playing, and um, it, it's it's really cool. Like so, like uh, I've seen on telly, like like they have like the whole like maybe for a show. Um, like they have the like kind of um, all you can see all playing and people could go to the, those kind of events, which it's cool because you see what's actually happening when you can't actually see it when you're watching it. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Like um, I, I find that when I am trying to um, learn music too, it's it's easier for me to see it. Mm. Or, um something like uh, like a chord progression it's just it's just easier to see somebody do it and reproduce it that way for me at least yeah oh, I could get that like so you can have, you can get to learn it because if, I guess it's really hard for if you can't see it and you have to try to do it yourself yeah yeah um but um but it is music is very like um it can't like especially like in school you know um, like if you're struggling to get concentration on um, maybe a piece of work, uh, it'd be nice if uh, people like teachers allow just people to wear maybe headphones or, or something uh, just to keep them concentrated. Um, yeah, I think. I think that would be great if um, accommodations like that could be made for people who need it, you know. And then um, well, I, I think another interesting thing um, about like the reason why I like music so much is um my autism um it like in my sensory processing differences i i have misophonia so like when people are chewing um like i can't stand that sound i have to get away from it like i yeah <laughs> I'm yeah free. i'm the same so, yeah. yeah so like if if somebody's chewing if i'm humming loud enough it can kind of like help me to you know like shift my focus away from the, the chewing so that I can like focus on music so that's always been something that yeah. I use music for as well you could say yeah you could send make another little music note <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm the same like I process sound very good uh like I will process say uh, like I'm sensory as well so I don't like certain sounds so um sometimes you know when someone's eating and they make a lot of noise I will process I, I will think I will, I will analyze what food they're eating um and i think to myself uh sometimes f a specific piece of food doesn't uh require that amount of noise sometimes yeah. um like some does well i don't know i'm sure what but i know some food will like, require noise but some um won't require as much noise so for example if it's a um maybe not food but maybe it's like making a, a cup of coffee or something like that um like you know when you stir it around and stuff like that i don't think that requires the amount of noise that like maybe some people make like to to yeah. like, like you know when you it, it might not be a coffee like anything that you rinse around in maybe a cup that makes a really loud noise when obviously the spoon will glance the edge of the cup 
but I don't think some sometimes I don't think everything requires so much loud noise. Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. Uh, if somebody is like doing something, making a noise, like if they're eating something, like or like like my mother-in-law, she loves to take a sip of something oh, and yeah, then yeah. a noise right after, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and every yeah. time she does that, I just cringe. I'm like, oh no, please don't, yeah. please don't. <laughs> yeah, they make the slurping noise. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you don't have to do that, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is very. Uh... Uh, like an old way of things, isn't it? Like that, that, that kind of um drinking because like I just think like the noise doesn't need to be made. Like you could just drink it nicely, quiet. Yeah, exactly. It's like you don't need to do that. <laughs> it's just like yeah. not do that, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's just crazy. Um, like um, and sometimes if um, like maybe something in yogurt and um, like um like or soup maybe mm -hmm. and uh like and soup i think soup is one of the easiest foods to not make noise with and uh, and uh, if i see someone making so much noise it might not be with the fork or it might be them eating actually um and i'll be thinking like it's not like you have to cut anything up or do anything <laughs> you just have your spoon and then you just it's almost like a drink um and uh people probably will make that slurping noise like they do um with, with the drink but yeah it, it just amazes me sometimes i know i get so frustrated too i'm like you know you don't have to there's like two ways to eat it and you're doing the wrong one <laughs> yeah. but um are you are, are you affected by this if it's just one person or like a very few people in a room rather like like would you be okay if like maybe you're in a like a room full of people like maybe like loads of people like would you feel more comfortable with that like loads of people doing it at once rather than maybe just your two or three yeah yeah you know actually I think that like a lot like well when I'm in a place like a cafeteria or just like a crowded restaurant it's easier for me because there's more things to focus on it's not just that one noise you know the noise that I hate it's it's, it's other noises too so it kind of drowns it out a little bit but if it's if it's somebody particularly loudly eating um even if we're in a loud place it's just it's still kind of hard for me to deal with um and then it's 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 harder when I'm in like a very quiet room and then there's just one person making that noise so yeah definitely yeah. definitely easier uh when there's something else to drown it out <laughs> definitely definitely like um I'm, 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 I'm the same like if there's loads of other people in the room like I'm more comfortable like you say you got more phones to focus around um, and it will be a, a pain <laughs> tell everyone to stop. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I'm. I, I think that, that noise is like it really impacts us, and like it's is is like it's hard to maybe admit sometimes. Say to someone, can you do you have to make so much noise? Because sometimes they will maybe do it on purpose because they know it annoys you. Um, yeah, and they'll do it just yeah. for to for you to get to have a reaction to it that happens all the time I, I hate that like I mean it doesn't happen as much now that I'm older because I'm dealing with people who are older as well so they're a little bit more mature about it you know when I was younger if I would tell people they would just be like oh like this and then they'd make the sound and I'm like you're not a nice person <laughs> but yeah so it's um it's easier when um the the people are more receptive um 
when I try and tell them about it. Uh, cause it does, it hurts people's feelings, you know, like, Hey, you're a loud eater, you know, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to navigate that in a way that doesn't hurt people's feelings. And it, it's just, you know, I'm just trying to get across that, that sound. It's not you. It's just that sound, you know, but people, people tend to take offense and so yeah. that's hard to deal with. Yeah, but uh, but I I guess you can un like understand maybe like if in a situation people are like um so I don't think people realize maybe how much noise they're making. I think yeah. um like you might have some people who are heavy handed, and uh, you might have some people who are not, and um and then it's really hard uh to tell them that they are like I've done it like and people just will do it on purpose like they'll like what I don't like is people banging on their plate. You know, when you're in a bowl and they make so much banging noise, like, and it's just, like, really annoying. Um, And, like, maybe sometimes it requires that at the end of maybe a, a piece of food, like, in, in a plate that you kind of, I can understand that. But, like, at the start, I think, you don't need to do it at the start, maybe towards the end. But, yeah, it's really hard to even have the confidence, at, maybe at the start, when you're younger, to, to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been easier, definitely, now that I'm older, because um learning how people like take things you know like obviously it doesn't come naturally for me to like understand how I'm going to come across to people but through trial and error since I've done 30 years of it now it's it's easier so <laughs> yeah yeah like uh it, like how are you with like, like of course you're going to um like with music going to different things like nightclubs and stuff like that like how, how yeah. are you with certain noises if you go to them um is um, that is that okay because of like all the you're focusing on your music yeah yeah so music or any any loud sounds really anything it can be as loud as it can be and it doesn't bother me it's just this the particular sound of chewing is the sound that triggers me so any other loud noise is fine for me um I can be in a club uh, it can be super loud and I'm fine um yeah it's, it's softer noises actually that I struggle with so like mm -hmm. with you uh, with the clanking of the plates um if I'm really tired especially that gets on my nerves like really mm -hmm. bad um but yeah mostly the chewing that's the, the main one for me that just yeah. it, does, does, it <laughs> does it bother you if people if you may be eating and, and people just like they do the chewing but they don't really shut their mouths they just keep it open um, and they and they don't they don't really shut it. They just so you can see it, see them eating their food. Yeah, I hate that. It's like it, it used to be a purely um, like audiological thing for me, just just the hearing aspect. But um, as I've grown older and heard it more, and just like I I hate it more now because I just have been subjected to it so many times and then I've found that it's not just the sound now I can see people eating and I'm like yeah I don't like that I kind of I don't want to look at you eating but a weird thing too is I have to look at them like people yeah. will be eating around me and they'll look at me and I'm giving them a death stare and <laughs> I don't understand that I'm doing it like I don't realize but it's just I'm so focused on that noise and I hate it so much I'll be staring at them and they're like oh god they don't know what they're doing because they don't know that I have misophonia they don't even know what misophonia is but people yeah. will look at me and I'll be just staring at them and they're like what am I doing wrong yeah it's <laughs> It's it, it's so annoying some of these noises, um like um what how how are you with like certain maybe beeping noises and stuff like that like alarms and stuff like that do 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 you find those kind of noises like annoying or irritating? 
yeah, you know, um, like my fan sometimes. Uh, like if my fan has a, a steady rhythm, it's okay. But if it starts getting a little shaky and it's making like an unsteady rhythm, I don't like that <laughs> for some reason. I don't yeah. know. Something about it not being like on beat and being just like not steady, it, it, it irks me. And these yeah. things, especially if I'm tired, uh, it, it just, it gets on my nerves a lot more. So if I'm, if I'm hungry or tired, not taking care of myself physiologically, it just impacts me a lot more than it would if I was, you know, rested. Yeah, yeah. like, um, yeah, the, 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 that, that, that's pretty understandable because it's, it is like, um, certain noises can be really irritating like especially when you're tired like you don't want to hear anything <laughs> um you just want to go into dreamland don't you? yeah <laughs> um but but yeah it's it, it is um like did you know like but, but before like um like but, but before you was diagnosed like like um did 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 you kind of like gather like because of your son of course like having autism when you were younger um like did you kind of gather like maybe from that that you might have been autistic like like maybe uh like like when, when you were younger yeah so I, I mean I definitely knew that my misophonia was not normal um and I like like my parents would always like get upset with me for it and like my peers and stuff and so um when I was like around 16 I think I was just looking it up because I was like what is this like it's not I know this is not normal I know this has to be like something so I like does anybody else have this so I looked it up and then I saw like misophonia and I was like oh, okay yeah this is me I definitely have this and so then I started looking more into it and it's like it just didn't it, it wasn't the whole picture you know it wasn't everything because that could explain like why I didn't like to hear people chewing but it didn't explain why I can't stand to feel certain textures on my skin you know like yeah. I don't like there's certain clothes I just cannot wear because yeah, the texture yeah. just freaks me out so much so that was like I was like this isn't like there's something more going on so I just I, I didn't know what it was um until my son was diagnosed and then I started reading more into it because like I just I, I knew it was something I just didn't know what it was and I couldn't figure it out I kept like I, I kept looking it up but everything that I would read about with autism because it did come up but nobody nobody was like saying like hey this is what autism actually can look like you know so yeah. again it just went back to me being like thinking of it as like my friend from from childhood who had like the higher support needs and being like okay so like I'm not like her so I can't have autism but then yeah. uh, when, when the understanding came and I like saw more people who were actually autistic I was like oh okay yeah no that's it that's what it is definitely so. definitely I think I think it's, it's, it's there's so much more knowledge now than um 20 years ago um in the uh in the 90s <laughs> um but um but yeah, it's it's it, it's it's so, it's so good. Like people more are getting more diagnosed now because um, I think like in school, like um, in I think there's needs to be more kind of people. Um, uh, autism could even be a lesson, um, really, because there's so much about just autism. Like there's there's so many things you could talk about. Like we're 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 talking about one aspect of autism today. Like maybe a couple, like within sound and then music. But there's, there's so much out there. I think you cut out a little bit, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was just saying that there's there's so much like 
out there like now than there was like um long ago <laughs> definitely yeah no I'm, I'm so glad that there's so much more awareness because you know if, if there wasn't I, I i would still be thinking like you know I don't know. I'm, I'm just different and I don't know why. And I, I have no answers. And now that I do have these answers, it's great because I, I've found like a whole sense of community, you know, online and just putting myself out there more, making more connections with people who, who have like gone through the experiences that I have had. It's just, it's been great. It's, it's, it's really just like been amazing to just understand more about myself and what why I yeah. am the way I am. Yeah, I think that's the best thing about it, isn't it? Like you just understand more about yourself, and you kind of get like maybe why you do these things um, yeah. and stuff like that. It's 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 really good, like because like like we said about maybe being like more um, kind of focused on a certain thing, um, and we know why now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like you, you sometimes wonder like. Um, because like, when I was at, at school, I struggled to find people that liked what I liked. Um, and um, they, they no one liked what I liked. <laughs> uh, um, and it was it was very annoying. And and then um, probably the last few years, I found more people that like what I like um, and like hobbies and interests. Um, and I think it's really good because I just find a lot of autistic people um, like uh, like the same thing. And it's... It's okay to like other things, but you, you get more in your zone, I guess, if you make friends with people that like yeah. what you like. Definitely. It's like, it's so much better because it, it just feeling ostracized your whole life, you know, and then finally finding this community of people that are like you. It's it's great. That's like the that's been the best thing about it for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's it's awesome to like be around people who are like like me now and like who won't judge me you know and won't be like oh you're weird and like I don't like you you know because we're all weird and like we all are like you know and there's nothing wrong with it so it's great yeah yeah we, we all have our own way and the way we do things and that, that's what makes it really fun yeah, yeah. because um like that's a good we don't want to be the same like we drive ourselves yeah crazy. Boring if everybody was the same, so I think it's great that like people are different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, right. It sucks that some people are so. I mean, I think it's it's kind of like ingrained in human nature a little bit to just you know be a little bit more like okay, like I know like what I know is what I'm comfortable with, you know. Hmm. But like I think I think it's great now that like we are like embracing more diversity. So yeah, yeah. There's so many more, like I guess, resources now out there to um to like understand each other, um because there's like in every community now, like I think there's even more resources out there than there there, there ever was, and like when in the future we'll be saying the same, like um everything's always improving, but um I think um, whatever stage we are at, but I think like there's always going to be stuff there is to improve about how we do things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad we're making progress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the best thing. That's yeah. the best thing. Um, but um, like um, with um, like, are you doing any like like uh, like with your music? Do you like um, where where do you share it? If like if, like if anyone would like to listen to it, like where would they maybe find your music? 
Um, so uh, you can go on my Instagram, um, autistic.musician. Um, I'm under the same name um, on YouTube. Um, I also um, am on Facebook and I have a Patreon as well if um, anybody wants to just help me um, to like be able to finance this music too. So, <laughs> yeah. so you can be a pop star. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. for now, it's just for fun. So, yeah. <laughs> and spread awareness so. yeah yeah it's it's good like so in, in your music did you have like words that like all these songs that are involved around autism then and like your journey um so uh i have two songs um that are from before i knew that i had autism and i think in both of them it's very prevalent <laughs> because there's a lot of lyrics saying like how i feel alone and just like i never fit in um and so it just it, it, it's really like prevalent that i i had it and i just didn't know and now um the music that i'm working on is more like I, I'm, I'm aware so i'm able to put more um like of like an, an intention behind the lyrics and um i'm excited to see what i'm going to come up with because um i i just learned about it just last december so um i'm getting going on that and hopefully i can make some um, pretty relatable content yeah kind of <laughs> sounds, sounds great it sounds great like um like how does each song you do kind of depend like what well, when you make it is it like a, a different time kind of frame like uh, each song you do like how long it is uh so like um my, my songs usually um are around like two minutes in length um and then when i when i sit down to write a song it's um like it, it's usually when i'm feeling something pretty intense because uh, that's like a great way for me to get those emotions out. So um, whenever, whatever feeling I'm feeling, that'll be like what the song's about. <laughs> I just kind of yeah. like let it out. Through my yeah. music. What you're feeling like in the moment and just write it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, that makes it easier so you don't forget. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because I'm, um, I forget. Sometimes we can feel, I, I, it's so annoying when you forget because, you have it in your mind, and and then you just it, it, it's almost like it's just wiped and it's gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Because I mean, I'm I, I'm I'm fairly certain I also have ADHD too. Mm. So um, I think a lot of the time, like I'll have thoughts, and then they just kind of like exit my head as fast as they came in. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I see quite a lot of like um autistic, but do tend to have someone else with autism um like it, it uh, whatever it is like um i have i have crohn's which is completely different to autism but um i i i i know a few people that have it like you find that other people may have certain things like it may be like a chronic wise or just something completely different but it is which is it's cool it's cool so so you don't feel alone with the autism you have someone else <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not lonely yeah not not lonely anymore <laughs> yeah it's got a little friend um but um but yeah like uh i think um especially in school like having a classmate to have adhd i can see like the um like the stigma around it like with people maybe saying that people like if they have a temper um that that's because of adhd or, or stuff like that which it's it's not always the case it's maybe the teacher not like really gathering what's happening um and yeah it's it's yeah. It, there's always a stigma yeah. 
I think, I think a lot of the time our frustrations are just from our needs not being met, you know, um, our, our differences in sensory processing, um, because, you know, neurotypicals, they don't understand. So they just, I mean, they can't see what's going on, why we like are, you know, maybe having a meltdown in the moment. So, um, what I'd really like to see is a lot more, um, like, you know, teachers who are neurodiverse and medical staff as well, because I think that would help the neurodivergent community a lot. Definitely. Um, or at least just, you know, more understanding among neurotypicals about our sensory processing differences. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree because it, it makes stuff really easy. Like, especially like, like in hospitals, like just things like that are helpful for people, for autistic people. Um, so they can say things correctly and um, I'll speak to someone who is um, wants to work in that kind of field and um, like saying how you can like it'd be good for like um, me- me- medical professionals and stuff like that just to like have a little assessment um, because like a lot of places you go now you have to fill in these forms before you get seen and sometimes these forms take ages and it'll be so much easier perhaps if they they were online rather because you could get it done before you're there. And then yeah. you're all good. You're all good to go in rather than say you're new to a place. Um, and in your mind, you would think you're going to have to sign something. Um, and then if you sign it before, no stress when you're there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think that would take a lot of the uh, social um, anxiety out of it too. Um, just having things prepared beforehand. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things we could work on really with accommodations and stuff. So I would love to see more. Um, more people, um, you know, who like, especially like people who are like city planners and stuff, um, just like working together with autistic people, just to just to help us out, you know, <laughs> kind of navigate everyday life a little bit easier. Cause you know, there is a whole element that we're dealing with that, you know, can't be seen, but it's there and it, it makes it a lot harder. Sensory rooms even, I think that, that there should be more just in, in, di- in different places. Um like around um not not just in maybe um schools um like there's, there, i think there should be more of them uh, around yeah. people's access that would be great i would love to see that yeah um, and, and like hospital like there's like more like an escape room so if you want your your own space if there's so much so many people there uh you can just have your own space and then you can just chill so you get called and then you can go yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Another uh, thing, like airlines too, um, traveling something that's pretty hard for me. So um, uh, I know it's not really like something that I can like expect to see happening, but it would be great if it could, uh, if we could get more spaces like in airports or on the airplane. But it's just yeah. like a space where we can. That would be nice because it is very busy like at the airport and like um maybe fearful that so sometimes like with bags and you have to be really quick sometimes with the plane if you've put all your logic into the boot of the plane um because um it's hard to sometimes notice what but that's all the all the cases go out once don't they so, so it can be really stressful um yeah. when traveling um so yeah i think there's definitely things that needs to be done there for sure um, yeah. um and i think especially when um Maybe there's autistic people out there or just people that like maybe the first time and maybe that needs to be maybe for people there to be explained a little bit better. Um, because, um, for example, if you're getting looked at, um, like if there are people are 
as you go through, they will check your pockets and everything like that. Um, some people might get the the wrong impression um, sometimes because they just do it, don't they? They they don't really explain. Um, I was like that on my first time on the holiday um, when I went to Scotland in um, um, a couple of years ago, and uh, I was like, well, "What's going on here? Well, <laughs> why are you doing that?" Um, and then uh, I, I knew afterwards, but yeah, I think things like that just be maybe explained a little bit a bit better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's I didn't think of that either. Like some people might not be uh, expecting, yeah, like getting touched at the airport or things like that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's 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 hard. Like um, things that you're not expected. Um, yeah. Like um. It's all, all sort of different things. I think that does need to be improved. But I think, like, like we said, there's we come a long way since, um, like uh, maybe ten years ago to twenty thirty. So uh, we're always doing better. But there's always with anything, there's gonna be stuff we can improve, not just autism. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a long way to go. <laughs> it's like it's like anything, like music, for example. There's always improvements of everyone who does music. Like, like you could do like something you say I could do it a little bit better next time and and just like improvements all the time with certain things we do yeah yeah that's true uh, I'll, like when I listen to the songs that I have like I'll always like hear little spaces where I'm like oh, okay that can be improved that can be improved you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah a lot of things can be improved but um sometimes I think um maybe maybe the professionals who are in charge of these certain things that they own charge to make these improvements. Sometimes they're a bit lazy and they don't want to hear it. So uh, I think more autistic people who are doing like raising awareness kind of makes them do stuff like that so they can actually get, we can, can get heard. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I, I love that like we're like being more vocal and our voices are being heard more because I mean like back, um, I just posted something recently on my uh, Instagram. It's kind of like about the history of like the understanding of autism and you know, just not too long ago, um, you know, people would be in these horrible like asylums, you know, and it's yeah. now people are like staying with their families more often than being just shipped off to an asylum, which is so horrible to think of just, yeah. just a few decades ago. That is horrible. Yeah. yeah. It is like there's they would people can be treated really horrible, like, can't yeah. they? And yeah. It's good to address it though. So like yeah. so saying how things were and then how they are now. Um yeah. well, I'm I'm so glad that like we've come as far as we have, but there's there's still definitely still uh improvements um that can be made and mm. I'm just I'm glad that we are I'm glad that I'm alive in a time where like we are addressing these things and I'm glad that we have the internet. It's, it's a great tool to use to, you know, spread awareness and kind of yeah. get our voices heard. So. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's, it's great to hear like everyone's stories, I think, um, because like the more we hear about other people, the more people, the more people do it, the more people that will do it more because they'll, they'll look up to maybe people online who are telling their stories around autism and um, I, I think more or less you tell your like what you're doing and like like what, what you're doing in your life because that that's what it really is. Like when you have autistic, you're autistic and and stuff. You're just sharing your life experiences and what you can do because um, I think the more stuff we try, the more stuff we'll be confident about to do. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's great um, that like we're seeing all this and um, 
I think, um, you know, like there's, there's a lot of shows that are still spreading uh, misinformation, you know, mm. um, like when I, like, I, I, I like The Good Doctor. I think it's a pretty good show, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it definitely doesn't uh, highlight autism, like certain aspects of it and how it can look in different individuals. So I think, you know, there's yeah, definitely yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Like uh, I, I see people like not online say uh, the good doctor isn't maybe a one like to properly raise awareness. But when I like because I like the show as well, um, yeah. and um, and it's it's hard to uh, kind of comment on something that you like. Um, so yeah. um, so I wouldn't. I'm not. I wouldn't really say that like to people in the community <laughs> because I, I like the show and yeah. I can see where people are coming from. Like Sean, the the doctor is you could pretty much say he's um he is more like just really I don't like to use the high the, like the high and low functioning terms um but like he is just like in the show they're just saying um he is high functioning which kind of um does undermine maybe maybe people that are not maybe showing autism as much as Sean Murphy is um, exactly yeah um, I think that's where people are highlighting that. Yeah, I think, I mean, the reason why I didn't know I was autistic for so long is because I had the view of it that everybody is very clearly autistic, who mm -hmm. is autistic, that's what I thought, and, you know, um, their masking happens all the time where, you know, you, you just can't tell, you can't tell whether somebody's autistic or not, and I would love to see that reflected, uh, because I think that the good doctor does kind of, like, feed into the stereotype of, like, making people think, like, yeah, you're going to be able to tell if somebody's autistic, which that's yeah. just not the case, it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not, but um, yeah, I'll still watch it. Yeah, no, I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes me cry, yeah. but I like that. <laughs> yeah, I I still need to catch up uh, with it and stuff. I forgot what episode I'm on, but um, oh, I, me too. I'm only on like, the third season or something. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting because I I watch a series and then I forgot what's happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think I I want to probably the last episode I watched might have been the coronavirus. There was a coronavirus episode that they done. Um, yeah. on there. um, I think it might have been that one, but yeah, I think there's so much. Like, I understand that because I think, like, with high, I think high and low functioning sometimes is needed. Maybe, uh, well, it's not really needed, but maybe to identify that maybe if people need support, but like uh, in schools. But I also think there's a, that that could be a bad thing as well because, like, um, if people are saying they're high high functioning, um, that there could be people that maybe um, like just get on with the work and just don't ask for support because they can see they're not going to get that support because maybe someone who their their class as a high functioning person has needs that support so they the, the staff will only focus on that person yeah no definitely i think that um like the 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 terms um high and low functioning um like i think that they do uh they, they are kind of problematic that's why I, I like i like to use the terms um high and low like support needs yeah. rather than functioning so yeah. i think that's that's a way better um yeah. uh, phrase to use because um yeah like when, when somebody is um described as like high functioning like you said like they're they might not get the accommodations they need because people are thinking well you know you're high functioning so you're you know yeah. you can you can handle it when really you know they, they do need those accommodations they do need that support and and then it does also kind of it, it it's not the most respectful term to use because then calling somebody low functioning you know that's not that's not, no, it's not 
It's just most people like it, in my eyes. What the two terms mean is um, the low functioning um, is when basically someone is quite dumb and they don't mm. know much about some something. Um, and then um, high is maybe maybe a little bit smarter, um, perhaps, yeah. and you know a bit more. And um, and I still feel when when these terms are used, especially when I was at school, um, someone would be high and they'll still get the support. Um, but um, like I was more a classmate as low functioning because I wouldn't. I think they make these names up maybe for people who are classed as naughty and not naughty kids. Really, like they might be like so. I was classed as low functioning at the time, and I would just maybe not get. I was in the you know the little group that there was a little group at the school, um, and um, this was like in primary school, so like first kind of school, um, and I was in this group, and I would ask for help sometimes, and you wouldn't get it because they'll be helping someone else. Um, yeah. um, but I understand sometimes, I think support needs is better. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, I think um, the, the whole kind of scenario of maybe the good doctor, um, maybe they maybe they should uh, maybe get some feedback perhaps on how they could maybe change the way they, they go about things. But um, there, there are worse shows than the good doctor like um, out there, definitely. Yeah, no, I just, um, I just, uh, watched Heartbreak High, which I found great. I, I thought that was a great representation. Um, so stuff like that, watching things like that, um, yeah. definitely I would love to see more of. And then people, uh, I love that they use somebody who's actually autistic too, um, in the, um, Heartbreak High. So I would love to see more of that too. Oh, that, that more yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty good. I've never heard of it, but yeah, it's, it sounds... Good. Um, like that, that, there's a show called A Typical, um, on um Netflix, and um I don't know like um I don't think the name like I've watched it, but I don't think it's that great for maybe people in the autism community because it it it, it links back to that like high and low functioning kind of thing, kind of saying uh, A Typical, um and I don't think it's that great, um and um. Yeah, that that's not great. Uh, there's a show called The Undateables. That like, in the name it just says it, doesn't it? Like it's, it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you know, I, I, I was watching Love on the Spectrum too as well, uh, and that I feel I feel like they just really kind of try to infantilize the people on there. Um, that's the that's the feeling I got from it. I like I like that show too, actually. You know, because I mean, it does it, it makes you root for the people. You know, you want to see them like find love. You know, and I, I like that we are showing people who you know, like in in a, a favorable light, where we're not saying like, you know, like it, it's a bad thing. You know, like we're we're showing some people's lives but i think there's there's more experience that needs to be shown on that show um definitely I definitely i would find like like a love show it just looks like um like it's like really like if i was on there or like i think any autistic person on there would be really nervous just get like getting watched by people at home and it's yeah. like, um and it, it just seems like not a great situation um because like um on sh love shows around autism i've watched is where they show it all they show you getting dressed at home and and then getting there and, and stuff like that so um i think they're not maybe all truthful to how they go about the things on the shows but um it would be nice to see more maybe 
like because there's many better shows coming out now. I think um, like a, a friend of mine was on a, a show called uh, I Used to Be Famous, and it's on Netflix. It's a film on Netflix, um, and it's about um, an autistic person um, who is playing music, um, and um, the the that the, there's this person from a band that they split up, but want to get back into music and gets this autistic person who is very kind of just really knows like in the world of music um really so that that's really good for our music and autism oh that's yeah that sounds awesome i would love to watch yeah. that actually because that you know yeah. it relates a lot to me so yeah like, I, I used to be famous it, it's a really good film um like um my my friend is it's like a briefly in it but it, it's great it, like i watched it and when i watched it i thought it's one of the best things probably films of like to represent autism because i think all most of that cast except from maybe the main guy um who's been in deadpool and, and other stuff like that um like the rest of them are autistic and they're all on the spectrum so it, it's great to see like i like to see when when people do things that they're actually autistic and they don't have an actor acting them to be autistic yeah yeah, I, I, I love it when there's, like, you know, actually an autistic person playing, you know, the autistic character, because we're, we're really the only ones who are going to, like, know, you know, how it is to be autistic, because we're the only yeah. ones who are, so I think it's, a, I think it's, it's better um, for representation, and then it's also better just, um, I think it's more authentic. <laughs> it is, and it's really great to see it, and, like, it, like I'm on, I'm on the worst. So sometimes when I watch something as autism, unless I read before that, that they are autistic, I, I'm not going to know. But like you, you're not going to know. Like if like Sean the Murphy is actually autistic in real life, I'm unsure if he is or not. But um, like it's really interesting just to see if they are or they're not. Yeah, I love it. I love it when it, I find out that they are because I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> representation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it's great it's, it's it's really good to just see that around like more now but um yeah. the more I think, we get it's, it's, it's good yeah i think i think for younger autistic people too um or people who are just getting a diagnosis um it's really important to see people um in media who you know are like you so i think that's great that we're having more of that yeah it, it definitely is, and you can relate to certain things. I think I'm just watching shows on telly, perhaps, that you can relate to maybe... They might not be an autistic character or, or anything. They just might, might relate. Um, It might not even be about autism, like the show. It, you could just relate maybe certain things they do or, or certain things are said um, in, in it, and then you could just relate to it. Yeah. I think, which is... I think, I think especially for autistic people, um, because, you know, it's so hard for us to relate to people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's very important for us to have representation like that. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. But um, since you're doing, you're doing really good with your music and like rating the ones for autism with with, with it all. So uh, keep up the, the good work. Thank you. Definitely. <laughs> um, you too. Um, I I love your podcast. So thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I, I'm glad to have you on. Um, but, but before we go, um, did uh, because I always like to end it on like. Like if if you have want to say anything else, or do you have any advice perhaps for maybe other people um like have autism or just love music? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say my advice would be um just try not to care what other people think. Just do what you like. If if you like doing music, um or whatever you like to do, just do it. 
you know, as long as it's not hurting anybody. Um, and, you know, if people don't understand that, then that's their business. That's their problem. Yeah. They know where to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. F- thank you, Battery. It's been re- really good speaking to you. Um, and, yeah, I've, I- I'm glad you've enjoyed coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been great. Thank you. Um, and thank you to everyone else to uh, who's watching, listening today, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. But thank you, everyone.